And welcome back to Nothing But Net, presented by Deep Dive Sports. Uh, we have another episode for you. Um, it's myself, Evan, and we have Nick here today. And we're going to touch on uh, just some recent news in the NBA. As we're getting ready to start the second half of the season, we're going to talk a little bit about the All-Star Weekend, um, about some buyouts and some other quick news things, and then give a few quick predictions for the end of the season, for the second half. So we'll hop right into it, um, and we'll start with, with All-Star Weekend. So I want to start, uh, if you don't mind, with with Saturday night. Um, and there was, we'll talk a little bit about the, before before the dunk contest. And there was a mm-hmm. lot of talk, especially from one Stephen A. Smith that I'm I'm sure you have uh, thoughts on, is, is a lot of people talked about the dunk contest being ruined. And Stephen A. Smith specifically said, LeBron James ruined the dunk contest because he never participated. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I'll try to not use too many bad words. No, I mean, like, this is what I'll say about the the dunk contest. I think what what has ruined the dunk contest is just that dunking is not is not something that's so coveted anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I think when when dunking first became like a real thing and and I would say probably, you could say the majority of the, like the NBA's um, lifespan up until the three point shot became something that was super prevalent. Mm-hmm. You know that that inside, I'm going to drive to the hoop. You know what I mean? Game that was the game. So you were either going to lay it up or you were going to yam it in somebody's face. <laughs> and I think that's where we got a lot of really cool dunkers over time. Obviously, talk about like Vince Carter. I think probably one of the best in game dunkers that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could talk about Michael. And the list goes on from there, but you know, I I I think really what has ruined the dunk contest in my mind is um it's just that the the game has changed and and you look at guys and they still dunk like Anthony Edwards, John Morant, like LeBron dunks all the time, but I think that nobody nobody's really sitting there trying to plan out the next cool dunk that they're gonna try to do in game. I don't think yeah. that's something that people are really doing anymore. Um, and then the potential for for injury just kind of outweighs what's really there now now to the comments that lebron ruined it Stephen a smith's point was basically that because he chose not to do it um everybody else followed suit because of i guess the caliber the you know the player that he is the leader that he is like his comment was you know michael did it and kobe did it lebron should have done it and i i i just think it's kind of in my mind, as like a, a person who covers sports at his caliber, I thought it was kind of irresponsible for him to blame the dunk contest being ruined on one person. Yes, do would it have been cool for LeBron to do the dunk contest? Sure, that would have been fun. I mean, I think he could have put together one really good, you know, dunk contest performance, and that would have maybe been enough. But I just think that like it, I don't I don't know. I just don't think it's his fault. I think that we just like I said, there's not very many people that are out there practicing dunking unless you do that per 
for a profession, which there literally is, I think, yeah. a mm-hmm. dunk contest league where that's all people do is just just dunk. You know what I mean? Practice different dunks, do different things. And not a lot of people are sitting there wanting to throw themselves over cars like Blake Griffin or, you know, and I think I think every once in a while we get a really good dunk contest like I think in my lifetime, the best dunk, dunk contest I've ever seen was uh, between Zach, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. It was like mm. 2016. So, like, I mean, that's that's probably about as good as it's gotten in, in like in my lifetime that I can remember. So, I don't know. Like I said, I think for him, a caliber sports reporter that he is, the platform that he has to use that to kind of blame LeBron in that sense, I think was just irresponsible and a little bit... I, I don't know. I think it was just his, I think another attempt in, in his way of like diminishing LeBron's career. Uh, Cause he is a big Michael Jordan guy. And I just think like, I, I don't know. I don't think it really matters. The dunk contest is, is kind of stupid anyway. Cause like, we'll talk about it in a bit, but every dunk that Mac McClug did was cool, but some of the other guys were doing similar dunks and they weren't getting the same reaction. And I'm not quite sure. I have an idea why Mac McClough was getting a better <laughs> reaction than the other guys, but I won't say it. You know what I mean right now? But I just think like, it's not, I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point, but I, I guess, what did you think about it? No, I thought when I first saw this like headline, I think it came across my Twitter and this was one of the biggest instances I felt of Stephen A just like saying something to get the headlines. And yeah. he does that a lot, especially like first take now. And a lot of those shows, um, you know, those debate shows, a lot of it is about getting those headlines. Um, and this is like one of the biggest examples of it. I think, especially being during the all-star break, it's not a lot of actual games to talk about. So, you know, what are we going to say? Um, and I think it's just, interesting because people just for some reason love to blame lebron for everything uh like in terms of the whole you know player empowerment movement now which again i don't think is a bad thing but in terms of players leaving in free agency or questioning trades now even with with kevin durant and kyrie requesting out people i'll hear people say well it all started with lebron and the decision it's like not really like like yeah that was a big moment but at the same time like there was the big three in, in Boston before that. There was Kevin Durant going to the Warriors after that. Um, a lot of people forget, well. too, that uh, that CP3 tried to come to the Lakers and build a big three with yeah. Kobe. Um, and then Kobe actually requested a trade to Chicago from the yeah. Lakers at one point, too. It was just denied. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I Yes, is LeBron... I guess in in trades being approved or like him moving and all that stuff being approved, like did him, D Wade and Chris Bosch really they they kind of built a team that way? Sure, yes, you could give him credit for that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with with going and trying to build a team that's going to win. I mean, that's what if the franchise would have traded for those guys, would that have been any different? I don't. I don't know. Well, and people want it both ways too. They they want to bash LeBron. They want to, at least at this time, wanted to bash LeBron for not winning a championship. And then when he goes and, and tries to build a team to win a championship, you know, he's he's wrong for doing so. So I think it was just kind of like you said, a, another way to get some headlines. And, you know, Stephen A. Smith, yeah, he's he's one of those reporters that got his start and grew up during that Jordan era. So he's always going to idolize Jordan. And he always loves to have that 
uh, goat conversation. I think they talk about it maybe once a day on first take. So yeah, I just, I just thought it was it was just a ridiculous statement. Like I just didn't. I mean, well then, well then, let's. I I guess. I I just I don't see how that even is a thing. Like you because he didn't. So if he would have done it one time, and then not done it again, you're telling right. me that would have changed the outcome of of the dunk contest. Like, I mean. Like I, LeBron's a great dunker, you know what I mean. But I don't think he's like, like technically sound. If you're talking about best in-game dunker, I don't think mm-hmm. it's not like he's up there doing three sixty dunks in games. Like he's just he's really just tomahawking it, yeah. You know, and then he does his reverse, you know. But I mean, anybody that his son does that now, so it's like it's not like you know, not saying it's not hard, but like it's not like if if you really if you have the ability to do it, you know what I mean. Like you, you can do it if you really put in the work to do it. So it's not like he's doing anything that nobody else in in the league or playing basketball wise at the college level could do anyway. So I just don't, I, I just don't think blaming it all on him or or asking him to like, if you did it one time, it would save it. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Maybe for that year, but what happens if he sucks? You know what I mean? Right. I think that's the other thing too, is like, like look at like Julius Randle in the three point contest, not a great three point shooter. But I mean, he just sucked. So now everyone just—I—I I don't know. Just gonna look bad. <laughs> Another thing too that about the dunk contest um, is when Jordan and even to an extent like uh, Kobe did it, it was still like fairly new, fairly fresh. Um, it started in the late '70s, so like, and just the landscape was different. I mean, Jordan really brought after magic and bird really brought the NBA to another level. And so I think there was probably more of a conversation about like getting more eyes on the NBA during that time. And so I think that maybe had some more influence on why those guys did it. And by the time LeBron came into league, uh, partially because of Michael Jordan and Kobe, but the NBA was, was already on another level and social media was starting to come about. And so you start, you know, seeing these, these dunks and, like now I think why a lot of guys don't do it is like you said, there's guys that dunk for a career and you can see those guys on, you know, Instagram live or, or TikTok or whatever. And then you're an NBA player and you're like, Oh, do I want to like try to do one of these dunks that they did and miss and embarrass myself in front of everyone. So I think there's lots of factors to it, but I think it's just kind of a, a thing that is due to the times and due to how much exposure and how much incentive there is. There's really not a lot of incentive for That's players what I was gonna to say, do like, it in terms the, of the against the risk of, like you said, getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, there, but they're like, and we'll get into it. A little bit. There's no incentive in the in All Star Weekend in general. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like I mean, we talk about it across sports, you know. But I mean, it's just like what the the only real reason that they go out there and they do that is for us as fans. Right. But like we can tell that they don't really want to be there and that's kind of cheating the experience. You know, like I do think when you watch like all-star games of the past, like if you watch like, you know, early 2000s, because that's what we, you know, I feel like that's probably the first all-star games I watch. Or you can go back mm-hmm. and watch, you know, if there's stuff on YouTube from, you know, Michael's era and, you know, early in Kobe's career as well too. Like they were actually playing the basketball game like they there was something to be like they wanted to prove something and somewhere along the line somebody was just like why like why what what is it 
Like, what does this really matter? And I think, honestly, like, we can look at all-star selection and be like, is all-star selections really matter that much in the grand scheme of things when you look at somebody's career? Like, yeah, it's cool. But, I mean, like, look at how many people got counted for having an all-star, you know, selection this year because people were hurt or people didn't want to participate. Like, they weren't going to be a part of it, and now they'll have that a part of their record. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's just like, I don't know. It like I said, there's not there's not really a real incentive to go do it. It's just supposed to be something fun to do, but I'm pretty sure those guys would rather have their, you know, nine day vacation somewhere on the beach and Well, yeah, someone asked Luca during the media day, like, what are you looking forward to most about All Star Weekend? And he was like, My flight to Mexico after the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's just like yeah. it, I I think at the end of the day, like not it doesn't make sense to have it you know what i mean i think give those guys like have the fans vote you know what i mean give them their selection cool awesome and then i don't know then move on like let's not do this i don't know i guess it it just generates money it generates eyes i get it like the the whole goal of it is supposed to be like wow you have the best players in the nba playing a pickup game like mm-hmm. i mean I remember what a couple years ago when like it was towards the end of one of the because when they when they started doing the four quarters thing and the game was actually close right Kawhi went to go guard LeBron at some there's like a there's a video out there of it or whatever and that's like that's a cool moment you know what I mean if but if you could get that for the whole time because like Mm -hmm. the whole game was just them throwing lobs to each other and doing dunks and shooting threes like it's just you've You've almost cheated it. At least, at least, like play a little bit. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. It was like maybe five percent effort, but um, we'll we'll dig into the game a bit more in just a second. But um, so if if Stephen A is right and LeBron ruined the dunk contest, I want to ask you: Did Mac McClung save the dunk contest with his performance on Saturday? Let me ask you this, because I do think I do think his performance you could rank it like if you were to rank the top 15 best performances, right? I think it could be in the top 15, Mm -hmm. but let's, let's just hypothetically say this. If you were to take the 2016 dunk contest with Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, and they did their exact same dunks, you know what I mean? Leading up to the final Mm -hmm. when they went before they went back and forth, they did their exact same dunks. Um, You were to take, just pick a Vince Carter dunk contest plug him in there, take his first like two or three dunks before they get to the final part. Um, and then you plug Mac McClug in and then let's, let's also plug in Blake Griffin, right? Blake Griffin's dunk contest. Does Mac McClug even make it past the first round? I mean, I think like that's, that's a valid question. Like mm-hmm. I don't think he does, you know what I mean? And I, you, you look at those four other four guys and honestly, like you're leaving out two of them. And who do you leave out? Like Blake Griffin's on the the outside looking in, maybe. And then now you're picking between the three. Like it, it's it's one of those things that like I do think he brought some life into it because the past couple dunk dunk contests have sucked. Yeah. And what he did for his career going forward, it'll never be the same. You know what I mean? If he can mm-hmm. continue the trajectory upwards, I think for him, this was a life changing event, a career changing event. Um. 
but like dunk contest wise, it's I don't want to say it because it's gonna sound bad, but <laughs> it's one I forget the guy's name, but it was like the really tall guy. Um, I think he was in the finals with them. Uh, Trey Murphy is in the maybe, finals. Maybe I yes, I think he did like the exact same dunk, be like the double pump. Mm-hmm over the head you know what i mean he did the exact same thing it just wasn't it wasn't like uh it was a little bit slower of a pump or whatever yeah um and nobody reacted to it like it was cool <laughs> and he did it before mac mcclug did it and then mac mcclug right. went out there and did the and everybody freaked freaked out and you're like that was it was a little different but that was the same that was the same dunk that the <laughs> other guy just did and I was like, is it because nobody thought that he would be able to do that? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, think... <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want to say it, but like, I, it's, I, I just don't, I don't understand. You know what I mean? So I guess like, yes, in a standpoint, everybody was juiced about the dunk contest, but I don't even think he had a top 10 dunk contest performance of all time. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like a, and I think saying top 15 is generous. Yeah, I feel like I will say I the Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, I agree. Like that's the best one in my recent memory that I can remember. I think he probably wouldn't have made that final over the two of those guys. Um, I'd have Blake, to watch. Did Blake Griffin go up against Aaron Gordon? I don't think so but i'm not positive because i think blake griffin just did it his first couple years i forget who he was up against in that one because i know i know aaron gordon did one like i feel like aaron gordon and zach levine did one where they weren't competing against each other and then the 2016 one was when they were competing against each other yeah yeah i i think i yeah and then like because that i i just Again, I mean, there's three because I just like the Blake Griffin one. Honestly, was like when he jumped over that car, like that was something that was just. I mean, you in two K, you put the like the car on the motorcycle, <laughs> yeah. and, you know what I mean? You're trying to do it, and it's like you can't like, even do it in the game. I I don't know. I mean, yes, Mac McClug was did an awesome job. I think his dunks were really they they were cool. Like I don't think they were anything different than we've seen. You know, I think the the first one that he did when he like went up and put it off the backboard or whatever. I mm-hmm. thought that was honestly like super technically sound. Um I but I don't know. It's saving the dunk like Shaq being like <laughs> hold on let me get my Shaq voice. Hey, save the dunk. I can't even do it. You know what I mean? How Shaq goes, save the dunk contest. <laughs> his voice is like so low. Yeah, it's I can't like do it. Not you're not able to do it, but I, I don't know. I mean, that's 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 like saying Guillermo saved the celebrity game because he <laughs> ordered pizza during it. I, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, what? It's, this is yeah. all. This is all just a big like, just a big show, and and I, I don't know. It was cool. Like I, like I had, I enjoyed watching it because yeah, him, you know, what I, I mean? will. I, think... I was gonna say, I will say, I definitely think at least in the top in the last three four years he's probably had the best dunks i think a part like that first one that you talked about where he jumped over the guy and the other guy on his shoulders and then tapped the backboard and then brought it down that one was very impressive and then mm-hmm. uh the 540 that he did like the 360 was, with the extra 
that was cool. Those yeah. two were impressive, and I do think there was a number of factors of why they like he got such good scores on some of the other dunks. Which one of them I think is because he's he's listed at six two. He is not six two. He's probably he's probably my height. He's probably six foot. Um, so just six, how high he has to shoes. <laughs> yeah. So just how high he has to jump to do those dunks makes it very impressive. Another thing that was huge is that he didn't miss any attempts. He did do it on and a And that was try. that especially after last year where it was just guys like I think most guys I don't think anyone got like their first attempt dunks last year. So you that can, was huge because there's more of a surprise factor. You can see that he like actually took the time to prepare for it. And yeah. I think and I've I've always been a fan of his. Like I mm. I thought that he really hasn't gotten like the best shake you know, at an NBA try, like I think when he was yeah, in the I Lakers agree. there for like a little bit, like I thought he did good coming off the bench for them and, and being a good, like young, young piece for them. I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, it was I think cool. he has the talent to, to be, I mean, he was, he's on the two way contract right now with the Sixers. I think he does have the talent, maybe not with the Sixers, but I think, I mean, I think he does have the talent definitely to be on an actual NBA roster and in a rotation and i i will say too one thing i thought was was super awesome as you alluded to is this is this is huge for him and i think that's why he put so much work into it is because he is just you know a two-way g league player i heard something today when i was listening to a podcast that before the dunk contest he had fifty thousand instagram followers and he's already up to 1.2 million um and so that's huge and like when I don't he, know. I he mean, got a, he, he got a shoe contract with Puma. Yeah, he got a Puma contract. Yeah, there there could be more endorsements out there. I saw another thing too, where like, if a GM is talking with an owner and they're like, "Hey, we got you know two or three of these like G League guys we want to bring in," an owner's gonna look at Mac McClung and be like, "I'm picking him because he might put a couple extra butts in the seats because people recognize the name now." So, I think for him it's huge, and I think it is kind of cool if they continue to have. I'd love to see like obviously the stars in the game but if that's not going to happen i like the idea of having some of these uh these younger guys or having some of these guys where it means something more for them yeah. like for him too he made uh i think his nba contract is like $106,000 and he made 100 100,000 from winning the dunk contest which is not a lot for most nba players but for him he just doubled his salary so I don't know if there's not a way to get the stars into it. If there's not a way to get Ja or Zion, I do like, like the idea of getting some of these two-way or G League players that have the athleticism, um, but might put a bit more effort into it than, you know, I don't know, <laughs> than I no, guess I, like Juan Toscano did last year or something like that. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think that's something that maybe they should look into. Is like, yes, obviously give credit. Um, to like guys in the league that want to be a part of it, you know what I mean? But maybe giving more of a chance to some of these guys that are, you know, either in the G league or are super young. Um, just because like, like you said, like, look at, look at what this meant for him and his career and, and, and what mm-hmm. it did for his, his lifestyle going forward. And, and he really, he really wanted it. Um, and I think that's, that's the difference between, between some of the other guys that we've seen, they've just kind of gone out there and been like, well, let me just 
go have some fun, but he he yeah. wanted to win. He oh, wanted yeah. to put on a show, and he did. And if we can get more of these guys, that I think I think that's what the dunk contest is missing, is they just kind of run down the line in the NBA, and they're like, well, LeBron's not going to do it. Um, you know, John Morant's not going to do it. Anthony Edwards isn't going to want to do it. Okay, who's next? Um, do you want to do it? Uh, and then they finally get to a point <laughs> yeah. where like a guy's like, well, if I win, I could get this amount of money. And that's like pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think like Mac McClug won like a hundred some thousand dollars from the dunk yeah. contest. Like that's a good chunk of change for somebody who's, you know, either on a rookie deer or deer deal or on the bottom, you know, end end of a roster. But maybe, maybe you go out there and you look at the G league and you're like, there's like two or three guys in there that are, that are yamming it down. That would be pretty good going forward. And they, they really want to do it and they see what Mac just did. And they come out and they're like, all right, we're going to really, we're going to put on a show. And I think that's, I think that's what's going to save the dunk contest is if you get more guys who want, who want to win, who want to put on a show. Um, I think that's, that's what'll save it. Not getting LeBron James to do it, to go in there and do a little (laughs) windmill or whatever at 40 years old, (laughs) break an ankle coming down, but like getting guys who actually care and want to win. I think that's something that that would be. And I think the three point contest is the same way. Get some guys who actually want to go out there and win the three-point contest. Like, stop asking Steph, stop asking Clay to do it. They've already done it. They've already yeah. won it. You know what I mean? Like, I just go out and get some guys who really are good at shooting threes and and they want to win and they want to compete. Yeah, well, that's a good segue into the three-point contest. Um, and Dame Lillard was the winner uh, of this year's three-point contest. It is interesting that, and I think it's more of just like less of an injury risk, but the stars do seem to come out more definitely for the three-point contest and the dunk contest. Um, but yeah, Dame Lillard won the three-point contest. Uh, did you have any thoughts on on that at all? I'm surprised that he did so well with it. Not that he's not a good three-point shooter, but I didn't. I never thought that he was like as consistent or automatic from three-point as like other guys. But, um, but I mean, he caught fire, so it's pretty cool. I mean, I've never like... I've never really loved the three-point contest. Like, it's been cool, but, I mean, it's not like everybody's doing the same thing. It's not like they're doing different dunks or things are changing or whatever. So, I think, like, they need to – I don't know if you can find a way to spice it up. I know that they – I think what they add, like, the four-point shot to it. Um, So, like, that's that's cool, I guess. But I I think, like – I've always said something fun to do would be like pick a random seat or something like that and just pull a <laughs> fan down and be like, come compete in the three point contest. I think, <laughs> I think that would be like super fun. Like, like let like the first like three or four guys go and then be like, Oh, row, row two twenty seven seat JJ, like come on down and be in the, and like, I just think that would be so, so fun because you would get to see how good these guys actually right. are. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it just like uh, somebody would go down there and like or or what if like somebody goes down there and they just they just ball they just ball out and they you know what I mean? Like, right. It's a win win because either. Yeah. It showcases how good the stars are or the, it'd be, the crowd gets behind this guy. And it's it'd be great cool. like it'd be so cool. You know what I mean? And and like that's th- this is honestly like because that's like what sports stories are like the crazy shit that you don't think mm-hmm. is going to happen happens. Right. And yeah. like you just get like some dude that comes down there like a random guy from Utah or whatever. And you're just like, all right, five, four guy shoot some threes, but he just, he freaking makes <laughs> buckets. Nobody knows. And he's out there. Just, he just drops 31 points. And you're just like, 
all right i guess you're moving on <laughs> like, i guess yeah. you have a a g-league contract at least now i don't know <laughs> are you getting shooter? signed to a roster <laughs> not at five four but <laughs> yeah that'd be tough, that would be tough. <laughs> maybe maybe somebody would be like uh oh, maybe pick him up for the you know the big three league or now right he'd get blocked but it, it would just it would just be cool you know what i mean i think showing that transparency between like the normal person in the nba you know players and then then that off chance that like i said you do get a guy who just who just makes some makes a bunch of shots and it'd be super fun i think like the the fun thing was like when we watched kevin hart um shoot do three-point contest against draymond green oh yeah <laughs> and then i know this one had like uh d wade and the other owner of the utah jazz or whatever and for whatever mm-hmm. reason Dwayne wade couldn't hit the broadside of a barn <laughs> which is like i know you've been out of basketball for a little bit my guy but Come on, you still gotta you still gotta find your stroke there. Like I don't You should have put I, in a little bit of practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think it's like like I said, those those are the fun things when you see like the the NBA guys versus regular guys. And I think that would be something that wouldn't change change the three point contest so drastically that you wouldn't recognize it, but it would just be a fun thing to add in there. And I think would, yeah. would make it just a little different. I think that would be awesome. I think that'd be awesome. It's kinda like at the game when they do you know, someone shooting a half-court shot from mm-hmm. the crowd. And it either goes one or two ways where they're terrible and they don't get close, or every so often they make it and the crowd goes nuts and it's a great yeah. moment. So, yeah, it's definitely a win-win. Uh, I'm glad to see Damian Lillard won the three-point contest. I mean, he is a, one of the, I think, one of the great three-point shooters, um, especially for him, like, in the clutch time. I was The one I was really surprised about was I didn't expect Kevin Herter to do so bad like he's one of the really good spot up shooters in the league. I think it's just a thing of how like hot and cold you can get during these kind of contests. So that was a bit of a surprise. Well, now we'll move on to the actual All Star game itself, and we talked a little bit about this earlier. Um, but if you didn't see the game, Team Giannis ended up beating Team LeBron one eighty four to one seventy five. Uh, interestingly enough, neither of those guys played for most of the game. Um, Giannis played for about 30 seconds because he hurt his wrist in the game right before the All-Star game. And then LeBron hurt his hand uh, a little bit before halftime and didn't didn't come back in. So along with that, we had Jason Tatum, who was the Kobe Bryant, the new Kobe Bryant MVP of the All-Star game. He scored a, a record 55 points. Um, if you didn't watch the All-Star game, that is a lot of points. That's definitely the All-Star record. But if you did watch the game, you know that there was not much defense being played at all. So um, we touched on this a little bit, but um, I, I think we both can agree that it wasn't the most enjoyable all-star game of all time. And so I did want to ask, what would you do? Or do you think there is a way? I know you kind of discussed, you know, do we even need to have the all-star game? But but if they continue having it because there's money there ultimately, what do you think would be some ways to make it more enjoyable or more competitive? I think that this would be a good opportunity. You could still do like the all-star break. Um, but I think in the, like the idea of switching the NBA up a little bit, maybe, maybe this would be a good time for like a, a mid season tournament that could mean something, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, whether that's, I don't know, I guess whether that's maybe a midseason tournament for some money or playoff seating, whatever that may be. I know that's a yeah. little tricky. You'd have to change around the way that the NBA works. The other thing that I did see, which was kind of interesting, um, 
was maybe either either you take the the guys that were left off the the list for the All Star game. So instead of doing like the All Star reserves, mm-hmm. um, you take it and you just do like the two All Star teams and basically you either go back to doing East and West or you keep doing the captains um, and the captains pick. And then they, they play like um, maybe like a, a two, like 15 minute quarter um, game or whatever. And, and then they actually play a real game. And then the loser of that game goes up against like, they basically they form a team of all the snubs that got left off the list. And then okay. <laughs> basically the loser of that first game plays those snubs and then though whoever if the snubs beat that the losers or whatever mm-hmm. then they take their like so basically they take over being all-star selections so those guys lose <laughs> that so they lose that off of their like so instead, of, instead of having like 18 all-star selections like if lebron's team lost and he went out there and then his team lost again he would he he would only have 17 you know what i mean but those wow. guys would gain that so that would that would make it mean something now whether or not now could you count it like a guy like Steph Curry gets picked but he's injured he can't play do you count that against him if right you know what I mean so those are things that you'd have to work out is that a realistic thing to do I don't know um the other thing that that might be because I do think like the rising stars game like those guys actually seem like they play and mm-hmm. they want to win um the other thing I saw that was fun was like a uh a U.S. versus the world Mm-hmm. Um, and when you think about like the world team, what that starting lineup would realistically yeah. be, I mean, you talk <laughs> about like Shea, Luca, Giannis, Joel Embiid, uh, Nikola Jokic, um, it just, the, the list goes on. And I think, isn't technically Zion from Canada or is uh, he from America? I think he's from America. I forget I think he's from, from one of the Carolinas. Maybe. Who's from Canada? I forget. Um, it's gonna bug. Me. I know Shay Andrew Wiggins is from Canada. Andrew Wiggins. I mean Andrew Wiggins coming off the bench. I like I said. There's there there's you you could make like a good thirteen, you know, player squad from the yeah. world that would be, and then you just take the U.S. team and they'd play against each other. And I think you would just basically, I, I don't know. The other thing too that that maybe maybe as an incentive, maybe you like. Maybe you take the NBA season and you extend it um, like two weeks or something like that. Not adding more games, but you mm-hmm. go uh, whoever, whoever, you know, you get selected to an all-star team and then you get drafted or whatever. And then whatever team wins gets an extra two weeks off <laughs> after the all-star break. You know what there I mean? There you go. I, I don't know. Or That would just be like. In, hey, Luca know. would try then. Luca yeah. would try. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that would work out game wise because you'd have to move yeah. games around. Um, but I just think like there's 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 just so many different things I guess you could do, but ultimately what it's gonna come down to is uh is getting you have to be able to get guys who are gonna wanna actually play. I'm sorry, my yeah. sorry. I will say I think the game this year was hurt a bit by the injuries and who was injured because LeBron doesn't always bring a lot, but he normally at least down the stretch plays hard in the all-star game. Giannis plays pretty hard in the all-star game. Um, So I think he would have made it a little bit more interesting. Steph Curry, even though he maybe doesn't play hard, he like last year, he just drains a bunch of long range three long range threes. And that's entertaining. 
um, you know, Zion would have been would have been more fun if they were there. So I think it was hurt a lot by the guys who were injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did see a couple things online. Well, one thing that I thought would be interesting, I don't know how how well it would work, but I think it's the MLB that does um, the winner of the All-Star game gets home court in the World Series or home field. So this idea would be bringing it back to East versus West. And then whoever wins that, that team in the finals gets home court instead of just going based off of, you know, record in the regular season. Um, yeah. I think that'd be interesting. I think that would bring a little bit of intensity back to it. I think the other idea that always gets floated around is uh, whenever they're trying to incentivize players is just give them more money. You know, if you win the game, you get an extra million These bucks. guys get like, so much money already, man. Like, Yeah, and I'm just like, how much will that... I think for some guys, like, yeah, that's going to that's gonna influence them. But how much will it really, like, I don't know. I feel like is getting a million dollars for LeBron James worth risking an injury? Probably not. So, I don't know. When um, you talk about him injuring his hand, I mean, that, that's a – I don't know. I, I don't – this is this is what I'll say, right, what the, the coach of the Nuggets um, – Yeah, his name Michael is, Malone. Yes. He, he said – he was like probably the worst basketball game he's ever seen or coached. And they were like, how do you fix it? And he's like, I don't, I don't know if you can. And he's, he's being truthful. Like all the things that I just said are still kind of stupid. Like, I don't think that's really going to work. You know what I mean? These are just things that people have floated around. So it's like the dunk contest. It's only going to be good if you get people who want to, who want to play, who want to try. And these guys aren't going to try because what's the real incentive? You know what I mean? If you if you look at like the NFL and you can't even get those guys to try and it's the end of the season, there's nothing right. there's they, they have nothing left. They're not none of them are competing for a Super Bowl. There's nothing left. They have an offseason in front of them and none of those guys even want to go out there and give 100 percent. I mean, you it's just like how, how if you can't get them to do that, how are you going to get these guys in the middle of the season when a lot of them you're talking about the best players in the league, a lot of them still have playoff aspirations. So how are you going to get them to go out there and take it seriously? Like it's the only two people that were taking it seriously at times that looked like were like Jalen Brunn and Jason Tatum. And I think that's because they were just they're on the same team. So they were messing with each other. Right. But like <laughs> it, it's just you, you, you can't. So. Either, either as fans and as like people who cover sports, we either just accept the fact that this is what it is and we enjoy it for what it is, or we just go stop doing it, like just stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think that's ultimately what it's going to come down to is we have to have a realistic expectation of what is really going on here, and the realistic expectation of what's going on is these guys are going out there to put on a show for us and it's not for them. And if we just accept that as it is, then let's have fun with what, what we're being presented with and, and let's move on. Yeah. And I'll say too, like, I think it's ultimately going to be that it's just fans maybe need to change their expectations a little bit. Like when I was watching the game, I was like, yeah, this wasn't as good as, you know, last year, or I think 2020 was the other really good one at, right after they changed uh, the rules of it. But I was, I didn't like hate it. I still, there were still fun moments. So I don't know. I think myself, I go into the all-star game kind of expecting players not to try, 
Um, so I think it's okay. And another idea I've seen that I think will never happen either, um, although it would be fun, would be instead of doing the All-Star game, just do a big 1v1 tournament. And the problem is no player is going to, like, I think there's players that will try, like Anthony Edwards, I feel like, Ja, but then guys like uh, Jokic, LeBron, they're all just going to probably not play because additionally, like, you don't want to go out there for a 1v1 tournament and say you're you know, Jokic or, or Embiid and they put you up against, I don't know, De'Aaron Fox or something like that. And then you get smoked because he runs past you the whole time. And then everyone's well, like, oh, I think, you, he's better I think than you'd you. have to, yeah. you'd have to match like appropriately. Right. You know what I mean? You couldn't, can't do De'Aaron Fox against like Joel Embiid. Like it's not going to make any sense. But right. I mean, that's, yeah, I think it's cool in theory. Like you'll get guys like Ja and Anthony Edwards that don't want to do it, but I don't think you're going to get like LeBron or Curry that are. Yeah. I mean, I think, even I think less players would do it in that format than just the current all-star game. I feel like. Yeah. No, it's just, like I said, it, it is what it is. Everybody at home. It is what it is. I mean, either, either watch it or don't, you know, I just, yeah. I don't it in any, in any sport. It's not, it's not going to be something where people are like the players are actually going to try. Like, think about you. If you were, if you were in your favorite sports all-star game, would you really go out there and put it all on the line when it doesn't mean anything? It You're not winning a championship. You're not really getting that much extra money. And in reality, again, it's, it's not built around for them. It's, it's built around us, like for us so that we can see our favorite players and the best players in these leagues play against each other in, in a pickup game. Right. And it's just like tamper your expectations. No, yeah. but like I, that's, that's all I can say. And I, you know, like Dom's a real big one on shitting on all-star games. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just like, like tamper your expectations. It, it just is what it is, man. I don't know what to tell yeah. you, everybody. Like, and again, there'll be more all-star games where it's gonna it's gonna be like last year a couple of years ago, where the first couple quarters are gonna be even. So then when they have that Elam ending, it mm-hmm. will get it will get more intense. It was just this year because Jason Tatum caught fire uh, and was aided a little bit by the lack of defense and that catching fire in the third quarter, but there was no realistic way that that team LeBron was gonna catch up before team Le- team uh, Giannis got to that target score. So that's, I think, also just the end of it kind of soured people. But again, at the same time, like when it is close, it is super exciting when, you know, you're definitely going to get a buzzer beat or, or you know, uh, a last second shot at the end of the game. So it's it's going to be good some years. It's going to be less good other years. And it's just performing, like you said. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Again, we're really trying to to make nothing but net more regular again. So I know um, myself will be on and, and Nick and, you know, a good combination of the the deep dive guys. Um, but also if there's anything you guys want to see us talk about, um, you know, drop that in the comments or, or let us know. Um, we'll try to, you know, especially now that the season's really ramping up and gearing up towards, towards the finals. I think there's a lot of good basketball coming up. So uh, we're excited to watch it and we're excited to, to talk about it and, you know, bring our opinions and thoughts See you all. Thank you for listening to another Deep Dive Sports show. Make sure to follow deep.dive.sports on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
And you can listen to all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow our YouTube channel for more amazing content. Lastly, make sure you leave us a comment. We love hearing what you have to say. And as always, until next time, you guys, sports listeners. 